All right, and welcome back to another episode of Joel's Mind. Thank you for tuning in. Today is going to be a good day. I hope you have a good morning, good afternoon, and a good evening. If it is your birthday, happy motherfucking birthday. All right, before we jump into today's topic, well, thank you to Mac Miller for kicking it off. It is about self-care. So before we do that, I just want to give a quick shout out to Enzo. Shout out to Enzo, man. He's... He's a DJ I've been following for the last, you know, two years, three years or so, and uh, he's a really good DJ. I had the privilege of being able to see him live at Bass Canyon. Shout out to all the Bass Canyon, all the bass heads out there, everyone that showed up, and everyone that follows EDM and just loves passing on the good vibes and rocking out with their socks out. So, uh, shout out to Enzo. He was on that mix, that little intro. I hope you liked it. And shout out, of course to the great Mac Miller. Rest in peace, my brother. I'm a huge fan of Mac Miller. Um, it's unfortunate he's no longer with us, but I couldn't think of anyone else. And this combination of a duo, that was actually a snippet that I recorded live. So I really, I just had to throw this in there. Um, self-care is what we're talking about today, people. So let's just dive, dive right into it. So self-care, we all know, we all have heard the saying, you can't fill a cup when your cup is empty. Some along the lines of that, right? As uh, the one of the founding fathers, Benjamin Three Stacks Franklin has once said and quoted, when the well is dry, we know the worth of water. Bars. Bars. That's why I got my cup of water right here. If you don't got any, get you some. If you got some, take a sip because that is self-care, baby. So, we're diving into self-care. We're talking about self-care. And, you know, honestly, it's something I'm learning about as well myself. So if you're not a, a practicer of self-care, or you're still learning about self-care, today is going to be a good episode to learn more about self-care and the different ways of self-care. So with that, there's approximately five core practices of self-care. These practices of what I would consider core, and there's a couple additional practices of self-care that I wouldn't consider that's something that we would think of immediately. I would consider these out-of-the-box self-care. So with that, let's go ahead and start with the first self-care, which, as you can guess, is physical. Physical, baby. Physical self-care. There's a... There's a plethora of ways to take care of your body physically. First and foremost is exercise, of course. We all know that. Exercising is good for the heart. It's good for the mind. It's good for the soul, baby. Gets the blood going. Let's you remind you that you got these limbs that do more than just sit, eat, and you know be on your phone all day. You know what I mean? We do things with our body. Back in the day when we we're cavemen and women, all we would do was walk around crazy i know but yes physical self-care um squawking sleeping eating that's all physical um that's all something that we do to take care of our our physical self personal hygiene huge huge self-care um trait type whatever you want to call it personal hygiene getting your nails done ladies i know you're out there thinking 
you know, this is what I'd like to do when I'm, you know, feeling down and out. Or if I just want to feel good, feel confident, feel pretty, feel like the bad bitch that you are. Men, the kings that you are. I know I'm not one of them, as you can tell. But getting your haircut on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, obviously not a daily, but on a weekly basis, on a routine, that is something you consider, you can consider self-care. Um, one, I would consider self-care that I do consider self-care that I think a lot of us undermine or, you know, neglect to think about is massages. Massage is a form of self-care, baby, and I highly recommend y'all tapping in and calling your local masseuse. Hit me up. I know a gal. She's really good. Uh, she has a whole team behind her that specializes and has different strengths and whatnots to attack your body in the way you want it to be attacked, of course. Um, but yes, massaging, getting massages, dude, y'all missing out. If you haven't done it, treat yourself, take care of yourself, go get yourself a massage. Another one that I've learned this year, and I'm going to practice it because I like to practice what I preach here on Joel's mind, is getting a facial. How many of you have gone out there, gone a facial? I'm about to get my facial soon, today, technically. When you hear this, that day, when I launched this episode, that same day is when I'm going to get my facial. So happened. This wasn't even planned, people. I was planning on recording an episode on self-care, and today's the day I decided to record it, but today was the day that I actually booked my facial. So shout out to Trish at Enzo Spa here in Yakima, Washington. If you're looking to get a facial, I highly recommend her. She's great. She's very informative. She broke down my skin and helped me understand my skin type. I thought I understood my skin type, but you know, she really gave me perspective on what actually is and what isn't. So highly recommend her, uh, not to get mistaken of the DJ Enzo. This is Enzo Spa here in Yakima, Washington. Of course, I'll tag you and shout out to Trish for taking care of your boy. And uh, so, yes, physical is one way of taking care of thyself. Now, let's dive into the second one. Psychological or mental, whether whatever word you prefer. But mental, psychological self-care, it's where we are allowed our brain to either think, reflect, challenge it, learn a new trait, do a puzzle, do something with our minds. Meditating. Well, my, I shouldn't say meditating, but mindfulness. Being mindful, being aware, being able to taste your food, breaking down the flavors, breaking down the textures, Sifting through what's your eggs and what's your bacon, you know what I mean? Mindfulness. Um, this, this is big, you know. When it comes to our minds, they say the body follows the head. Now, our head, of course, is attached to our body, but what's in our head is our mind. So if you take care of your mind, your body will follow. So, just wise words from a decent man. Anyways, moving forward emotional, emotional self-care, big people, big, being able to understand your emotions, understanding just emotions in general. The internet likes to break it down as emotional literacy, which I think is pretty clever, 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 clever. As you know, there's financial literacy. There's just literacy in general. But have you ever thought to yourself as being emotional literate? Understanding your emotions, but most importantly, well, most importantly, it's understanding yours, but additionally, understanding other people's emotions. 
it's definitely a skill set, people. It's definitely something you can learn and something that you can practice and become better at it. So emotional self-care, enhancing your emotional literacy, understanding your emotions, and being able to handle a stressful situation prior to actually becoming a stressful situation. Being able to understand your emotions and understanding your, <clears throat> excuse me, your boy needs to do some self-care and take some water. <sighs> Thank you for that. Where was I at? Damn it, Joel. Oh, yeah. Stress. You got to understand what your gas tank, how much your gas tank can hold. Crazy, right? Some of us got a big gas tank, like a truck. Some of us got a, a more fuel economy gas tank where we can take the long road, a long road. We have a lot of mileage before we're running on E. Understanding your gas tank of your emotions is key, people. It will help you prevent a meltdown, um, a breakdown, a panic attack, or just, you know, blowing up on someone. You know, we we tend to take out our emotions on those closest to us, and those closest to us typically are the people that care about us the most, whether that be your children, your friends, your spouse, your siblings, your relatives. Understanding that gas tank and knowing that, hey, I'm running down on a quarter of a tank, starting to get down to E. What happens on E? You break down. Everything stops. And it's a shit show. Let's be honest. It's not fun being on E. So emotional self-care, people. I highly encourage you to get in tune with your emotions and understanding your gas tank on how far you can go before you have that breakdown, that meltdown. Social self-care. Social self-care, people. So those that follow me on Instagram, shout out to you real quick. But those that follow me and, and been keeping up what's going on in Joel's mind on Instagram, y'all see me doing some social self-care these last couple of weeks. So let's see, about four weeks ago, maybe five, six weeks ago, possibly around there, your boy and the homies went to Mexico. And uh, we went to Tulum, and oh, it was beautiful, people. Sick. So, like I said, if you watch me, you follow me on Instagram, um, crazy how the world runs in circles. I did a backflip. We went to one of the cenotes, beautiful, clear water. The roots from the trees were like freaking, I don't know, maybe like 60 feet from the top of the surface. And you could see the roots just coming in. And your boy had to, you know, your boy had to show what a fat leap can do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a trademark that fat leap. Your boy's a fat leap. I'm a fat athlete, people. I'm, I'm gonna make you do, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna do some crazy things that you never think someone that my size can do. One of those things was swinging on a rope, doing a backflip. Oh man, that was fun. Uh, the people loved it. The people, so let me, I, I'm just gonna go down with this rabbit hole real quick. So what happened was your boy seeing this rope was like, all right. Bet I know what I'm gonna do. Your boy gets on this rope. He's holding on to it. And mind you, people are already using this rope. It has a, a wooden, little wooden thing hanging at the end of it. And it's like a wooden bar. And it's wet. So I'm going. And this is why I call myself a fat lead. Don't don't get it twisted. I'm not being mean to myself. I'm being realistic. 
I'm a heavy dude, even for myself. And I haven't been working out, so it's not like I have the entire strength to, you know, hold myself up. I do, but not necessarily like a professional athlete would. Someone that's been hitting the gym. You get the point. So I'm there holding on to it. And I go. As soon as I go, your boy fucking slips and falls like a fat leap. And it's just, it was funny, man. I'm like, fuck. I did like, I, my feet barely left the dock and I fell like immediately. As soon as gravity felt my mass, my hands let go because the wooden bar was a little wet. So anyways, so first word, second, the best. So I get up there. I'm like, okay, let's not grab the bar. Let's grab the rope. So I grabbed the rope, right? Thankfully, there's this shout out to the homegirl. Hopefully, you know, we're able to connect sometime down the, uh, the future, but she's from from Belgium. She uh, was like, just lift up your knees. That's all you got to do. Because, you know, I think the first time I went, I kind of like threw myself anyways. So she's like, just lift your knees up. And I'm like, okay, makes sense. You know, gravity, physics, just lift your knees up. Let momentum take me. And so that's what I did. But mind you, I'm holding on to the rope this time. So your boy got a firm grip. You know, it's really tight. And I got I got grip. It's not wet. I mean, the rope's wet, but, you know, it's rope. So I'm holding it. I go. And your boy gets to the very end right before I let go. And as soon as I let go, your boy surprises everyone. And I ended up doing a backflip. It was cool. I loved it. You know, I, it wasn't a perfect 10 out of 10 backflip. But like I said, for a fat lead, someone that you didn't expect, someone that just fell, immediately from just holding you know doing that to doing a backflip it was cool long story short people loved it they were cheering for me the second time i went on i was getting cheers dude i felt like a wwe wrestler ain't gonna lie it was fun i was digging it they were loving it i was loving it and there we were doing backflips shout out to the people that i went in mexico with um y'all know who you are and the the trip was amazing it was fun let's go back to social self-care and uh, social self-care, spending time with your loved ones, with your people, with your friends. But most importantly, in my opinion, having fun with your people. Don't matter whether it's friends, family, or whoever. Having those connections and making deeper connections. Building something that's going to last. Social self-care is important, people. It's what keeps us human. Keeps our sanity there. It's, I ain't going to lie. It's been tough last two years. You know, being cooped up, being isolated, not being able to hang out with my friends, I'm um, in my family like we typically would. It's it was weighing heavy on us, and going from Tulum to going down to driving down to California, um, spending a weekend with my family down there, watching my cousin get married, and um, coming back that following weekend going to Base Canyon. So, like I said, the social cup of mine is completely full. And uh, it's really helped me just deepen my connections and relationships with the people that I've spent that time with and meeting new people. Shout out to all the people that I've met at Base Canyon that follows Joel's mind and, you know, has hit me up since then. I appreciate y'all. I had such a blast raging with you guys, headbanging with y'all, and I'm looking forward to building these connections even more. So with that, social self-care is important. Meeting people, having uh, these commitments with other people and honoring those commitments, it's a big thing. It helps us, you know, strengthen that connection even more by being honorable, by saying and doing what you're going to say or saying, doing what you said you're going to do is what I'm trying to say. But anyways, spiritual, this is 
the last of the core self-care types that are out there. Spiritual. You got to nurture the spirit, people. You know, on Joel's mind, I'm not here to judge. If you believe in a higher power, I respect that. If you don't, I respect that. If you believe in something I don't believe in, it's a you know, higher power to you. I respect that. It's all right. You know, I'm not here to judge. So with that, believing in something higher than yourself, believing in something bigger than yourself, spiritual, it's a spiritual need, want, desire, something that helps you guide you through life. It could be a higher power. It could be a book. It could be a specific philosophy, just like here on Joel's mind, believe in being a better version of you. So feeding your soul is another type of self-care. Now, hanging out with my homies, the people, the people I care about and cherish, that's also something that helped me feed my soul. But you know what's crazy? Story time again. When I go to these raves, when I go headbanging, listen to music, go to these events, I typically, at some point during the event, have this deep reflection of what's going on in my 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 uh, time in life. Typically, you know, my family are are always going to be on my mind while I'm out there. Um, but thinking about where I'm at in life, what's going on in Joel's mind, what's going on professionally, spiritually, emotionally, you know, socially, what's going on? It, it just you know, can you say going to raves is, is a spiritual thing? Going to church, watching Black Tiger sex machine, you know, is it the same as not as going to church? I don't know. Y'all be the judge of that. But what I'm trying to say is when I go to these events, when I do something like that, when I, when I have a deep self-reflection, it helps me spiritually align what I'm doing in my life, where I want to go what I want to continue to do when I want to, what I want to let go. You know what I mean? So being, having that spiritual self-care, it really is allowing yourself to grow in a way that's not solely based on you, but your impact here on earth is how I'd put it. So those are the five core self-care types. Now I would, uh, let me just repeat those real quick. Physical self-care, psychological, mental self-care, emotional self-care, social, and spiritual. Those are the five. Now, these are the ones that I would consider out of the box. Things that we don't typically think of about immediately, at least me and Joel's mind. You wouldn't, I wouldn't put these as one of the you know, first few that I would take name off the top of my head with that. Number one out of the box is practical, practical self-care, which makes absolute freaking sense, people. What's practical? Setting yourself up to succeed. Here's an example. The laundry, the pile of laundry that you're neglecting and you continue to stack, whether they're clean or dirty, you're not setting yourself up to succeed. The practical thing is to set yourself up to get the laundry clean, to prevent a stressful situation to arise. So like laundry, laundry is very stressful for me. Joel's mind is fucking stressful. It's probably top three, easy laundry. Stresses me out people. I don't know about you, but it stresses me the fuck out. And the more it piles and more it piles, it just becomes a mess. Like the gas tank that I'm talking about. 
that will take a fucking a decent amount of my gasoline in my emotional self-care. I will start to lose that, you know, that, that I start to empty out my cup and I'm starting to run it on E other things start to, you know, fall out of order because the laundry's over here being piled up. There's not enough space. The laundry room's a mess because it's just everywhere. I can't, I don't got my clothes. I don't got the clothes that I wanted to wear. You know what I mean? And it's just, I end up spilling out and I end up running on E. I end up doing donuts and wasting the shit out of my emotional gas tank because of the freaking laundry. And then I fucking have a meltdown. And then I freak out and I panic and I'm like, ah, you know what I'm saying? So practical, setting yourself up to succeed, like creating a budget, doing something that's going to help you be successful. That's a pr- practical self-care, which to be honest, something I was already practicing, but I didn't realize you can actually put a label on it. So if you're like me and been doing that, continue to do that. But no, that's something you can consider as practical self-care. Moving on, financial self-care. Woo, financial money. Money, 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 money. Money is a huge self-care contributor in terms of adding stress, taking away stress. The more money you have, it might be easier, but like they say, more money, more problems. So being able to understand where your money's coming from and where it is going. That is a big, huge self-care trait, practice, skill that I believe it's useful for every single one of us, whether you believe in money or not. I know there's people listening to this and being like, Joel, money isn't everything. And I agree with you. I agree with you 100%. Money is not everything, but money is a tool. Now, let me explain. Let's say I need to dig a hole in my yard. I walk over to my shed and I find a shovel. Now, the mindset, I believe that's helpful to, you know, maybe take that perspective. Money isn't everything. I would agree. Money isn't everything. But if you're able to look at money as a tool, just like walking over to a shed and pulling out a shovel, digging a hole is going to be so much more easier if you have that tool. Now, say you need to excavate something. Maybe just having one shovel will get the job done. But having multiple shovels will get it done a lot faster. But now having an actual excavator, one of those big-ass machines that, like, dig into the ground and money, baby, money. Money is a tool. You can use it to, you know, help you inconvenience or it can work against you. Not having enough can leave you stranded and taking the longer route. That's how I view money. I would encourage you to maybe look at money if you believe money is not everything. I agree. It's not everything, but it is convenient to have a variety of tools than rather having a handful of tools or not having any tools at all. Makes a difference in the world. So financial self-care, being able to pay bills, understanding your relationship with money, you know, thankfully, the trials and tribulations that college put me through, I was able to gain a better understanding of my financial fitness, my financial literacy, understanding how much I had, being able to save, being able to pay bills, 
being able to be responsible with it. But of course, making mistakes because, you know, you, if you're fucking knocking everything out of the park, maybe you're just that good. But for someone like me, I, I tend to learn a lot more when I make mistakes. So I know not to do that ever again. But of course, I'm going to do it a couple more times because, hey, that's what I do, baby. Another self-care break. If you got water, I encourage you to keep listening, but take a sip of that water. All right. Not last but not least, environmental self-care. Now, this is very interesting because I feel like we naturally do this in our own way, in our own structure, in our own system. But environmental self-care is something that you can consider as decluttering, or organizing, or building a system is how I would define it. So let's start with the first one, decluttering. So, you know, spring cleaning, fall cleaning. There's a point in our time where we clean out our closets. We take out the old stuff, we bring out the new stuff. You know what I'm saying? We get rid of some things, we donate it, sell it, yard sale. We declutter it, environmental self-care. Now, organizing, once you declutter it, what are you going to do after that? Of course, you're not going to just be like, all right, we got out of the mess. You can, but organizing it, setting yourself up for the future, kind of like the practical self-care. I'd say life is like a circle and it ties in with each other, kind of like a Venn diagram that we learned back in third, second grade, but organizing your environment, whether that's your office, your table, like for those that you are tuning in on YouTube, you see my setup. I like to try to keep it clean as best as I can, but this motherfucker gets dirty, people. I have no idea how this shit gets dirty, but it does. But keeping it clean, having a structure, a system that helps me keep it clean, keeps that environmental self-care maintained. And creating a system. Now, we all have a system when it comes to laundry, right? We all have that one basket or two baskets that are in the corner of the of the room that we from time to time throw our socks our dirty chonies and yell out kobe we all have that system you know where we essentially take something in our environment and either make it easier or just we understand that this corner is for the pile dirty clothes and this basket over there that's on the floor is a pile of clean clothes that's going to get put away some point you know what i'm saying so creating a system that allows us to better organize like having a jar of pens with the pens pencils with the pencils scissors paper clips that is something that would be considered environmental self-care why is it important because it helps us make less decisions now let's just say i threw a bunch of pens all on my desk I needed a black pen, but I'm seeing yellow, green, purple markers, highlighters. At that point, I'm focused on trying to find the pen that I need, that I want. But having something structured, organized, it'd be easier to just grab that pen out of the pen jar instead of grabbing it out of a pile of stuff. You know what I mean? It helps us make less decisions and just robotically be able to to do what we need to do and just knowing that oh hey if i need a pen it's in the pen jar it's over there in that room behind the fucking pile of dirty clothes you know what i'm saying me and fucking laundry do not get along people i swear me and laundry it's just like a toxic relationship so with that self-care people self-care is important all right 
in terms of becoming a better version of yourself, just like Benjamin Three Sacks Franklin once said, when the well is dry, we know the worth of water. And that is true. We cannot pour into a cup if our cup is empty. So with that, in order to become a better version of ourselves, we need to understand our self-care traits, our practices. And maybe these types of self-care practices that I've broken down to you today, some of them you guys are doing really well at, some of them you never heard of, and some of them you know you can probably do better. I'd encourage you to do an equal balance, try to be well-rounded, we're human, and, and life just works mysteriously where not everything goes smoothly. But understanding that there's different types of self-care and there's something may, that might be in us that's telling us, hey, I'm stressing out because there's laundry in this fucking corner and it looks like a monster and it just won't leave me alone. What I'm trying to say is it's easier for us to move in this life if we understand where we need to take more self-care, like COVID. I knew I miss my friends, I miss my family, I miss doing the things that I like to do, such as going to raves, such as traveling, because we were restricted. That cup was empty and has been refilled. And I feel good. I feel rejuvenated. I feel like I'm ready to pour into y'all's cups, all right? And that's what Joel's going to do, because that's what we're here for, baby. We're here to inspire and help those that choose growth, baby. So if you're watching and you're listening, please hit that like button. Leave a comment. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you didn't like. Tell me what you've learned. And tell me the kind of self-care that you like to do. Most importantly, if you have an outside-of-the-box self-care, I'd like to know because I like to learn. And, you know, hey, maybe someone else does it too. And then, of course, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button on your preferred listening platform. And turn on the notifications so next time I drop an episode, you'll get a little bell, a little ring, and just know. And it's Joel. All right. So with that, y'all take care. Again, rest in peace to Mac Miller. Enzo, if you're listening to this, bro, please don't sue me. I swear I'm a big fan. I was listening to you and I was recording live, baby. So, hey, you know, if there's something going on there, hit your boy up. Slide in my DMs. We can figure it out. But with all that, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. I love you. Have a good morning. Have a good evening. Have a good afternoon. And have a happy birthday. Happy birthday.